people of the world. Welcome to Senpai's Playlist. And this time, I found the button. Yeah, I found the button. <laughs> and I'm dropping things. <laughs> so, uh, not much has happened in the la other than today was this PlayStation State of Play, which, um, look, I don't care what I gotta do. I might have to go find me a sugar mama. Okay, I need me a PS5, because, like, Sony showed off some really great games. Project Eve. Uh, we gotta look at uh, Tokyo, um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, God of War gameplay footage. Uh, the new Spider-Man 2. Uh, I guess there's gonna be a Wolverine game. Might as well wait for the Pro at this point. I heard rumor that the PS5 Pro is gonna be dropping in maybe the next couple of years. Um, but will be a slight increase in price, but as you know, the Pro version is going to be an 8K compatible monstrosity. I'm hoping also they'll increase the storage, because, God, the storage on the PS5 is No, shit. they're not going to increase the damn storage. Oh, my God. I haven't... I still haven't upgraded mine, because I'm just like, I... There's only so many games for PS5 out, so I just have my uh, external storage connected to it with my PS4 well, games on it. Yeah, oddly enough, so, uh, Kato's mother, her girlfriend has a PS5, okay? And she actually has an external storage on it. I was mm -hmm. like, wait, they're gonna... She goes, oh, it's a Sony one. I'm like, uh. Oh, no, it's not just... So I also have the Sony one, but you can't put PS5 games on the external storage. I know, only PS4. Only PS4 games. But you can put PS4 games with the PS5 upgrade, and they just hold the upgrade in the console and hold the like the game in the external hard drive, which is nice. Okay. That reminds me. Oh, the most exciting thing. Grand Theft Auto V for PS5! Oh, my God. I... I read the comments when they started playing, and people were like, "Is this GTA 6? Is this GTA 6?" And everyone's like, "You no, stupid!" No, it's <laughs> GTA stupid. 5. There's Franklin uh, driving a There's yeah. Franklin driving a car uh, right there. Like it oh. was very sad. They like they were so disappointed. I'm sure. Like, but at the same time, they should know. At this point, it could be ten years. Anyway, so. To, to kind of give us, all right. So last episode we were doing our um, bedroom playlist. Okay, remember how I was doing the whole low baritone voice thing? Yeah. So this mic was the mic that was plugged in, not this one. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I was like, uh... Why do you have so <laughs> many microphones? Is the question. This coming from the woman with a thousand dots, with two screens. Anyway, so this having is why I have two to... screens is not the same as having a lot of microphones. People, listen, there is a 70, it was that the 70 right there? Oh, you mean the TVs? Yeah. I thought you meant my computer monitors. That too, but there's a 70 inch sitting right there in her bedroom over the, sh over the dresser. And then she has another, like, I guess that's a 40 42. something inch, 42 inch mounted on it. And then, oh, she has a two. I need so many screens, Claire. Well, so the 70 inch is for my PS5, and then the smaller I, I, one I was being is sarcastic. <laughs> has my Wii and my PS2 hooked up to it. I see. I can't be mad about that. Yeah. It has like the easy. I don't have to get like any kind of adapter just because it's an older TV, so it's used to play older consoles. Uh, but some of you don't know, older consoles had to use the um, AV component, which is white, yellow, red. So, uh, 
But yeah, just, just, oh god, just I saw that, I'm like, oh, great, J Grand Theft Auto V on PS5. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody. The graphics do look nice, I'll give them that. Um, do you yeah. see my face? <laughs> That's like, I saw a meme earlier, someone's like, I finally perfected time travel. And like, he sees his like, coming, um, coming out next week, Skyrim, he's like, what year is it? <laughs> it's the same thing. We're tired of, look, we don't need Skyrim on the Switch. We don't need to, like, stop re-releasing games that are, like, just, look, I'm at the point now where it's like, okay, there are some games that hashtag free MVC2. It's been trending for a while now. All versus Capcom 2 has been stuck in literal limbo. Because apparently I think Capcom lost the rights to the Marvel characters and now Disney owns them. Mm -hmm. So, and then after the fiasco that was Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, um, you can't buy the game on the Xbox Live Arcade. Now, you can play it still if you had already previously purchased it on your account and still have it on your Xbox 360. Even if you delete it, you could re-download it if you had it already. Same thing with Marvel vs. Capcom Origins and a few other games, okay? The problem is that we have all these games that could easily, and people would easily pay massive amounts of money for. But, oh no, we're gonna re-release Grand Theft Auto V for the umpteenth time, as well as Skyrim. All right, to be fair, at least with Skyrim, it's on a different console. It's not just like an upgraded version on the same console, just the next version. It will open the market to players who maybe only own that one, so. I won't say, I won't consider it as much a re-release as, like, a new release for that system. Don't get me wrong. I'm perfectly okay with, like, bringing a game to a current-gen system that everyone loves and adores. Mm -hmm. But, do we really need Grand Theft Auto V on PS5? The answer to that, I will say, is technically yes and no. Yes, it's nice to have it. Does it deserve its own spot in the Sony Direct? No. I, I just, I really want to know who at Sony was sitting around. Okay, fellas, we got to put out this direct today. What do we got? Oh, we got some God of War footage. Perfect. We got this game called Project Eve. That looks sexy. Run it. Okay. We got this uh, Tokyo Ghostwire. All right. People might think it's Shin Megami because I thought it was a new Shin Megami Tensei really? game. I really thought it was like Shin Megami Tensei 6. I'm like, holy shit. But, oh, it's Tokyo Ghostwire. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, yeah. Oh, we got, um, what the hell was the other thing they showed? Um, Iron Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Grand awesome. Oh, we, we got a trailer for a Wolverine game we got coming out. Oh, yeah. Great! You know, people love Wolverine. I don't. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, oh, we got the Grand Theft Auto 5. Johnson, yes! Run that shit! Get that Grand Theft... I want that Grand Theft Auto 5 trailer to pop! I swear, just once, I want them to put someone that's an actual fucking gamer... Onto these like into these boardroom meetings because obviously somebody whoever's in charge of PR is not paying attention. I feel like it's mostly marketing at this point. It's not it's even like PR. Marketing. At this point. Who, whoever's in charge of putting these things together, they're not paying attention. They don't. I, I'm sorry. Like all right, case in point. I hate Fortnite. I hate Fortnite with a passion. Y'all can get us canceled if you want. I don't like Fortnite. I don't. I think it's the dumbest video game ever created. The fact that kids love it means nothing to me. I hate it. That being said, 
I will admit, though, where Fortnite has made its niche. Because Fortnite has, all right, this game is free. Cool. However, we have all these character skins that your child can buy so they can have their own unique character. Also cool. Then they keep adding more and more people to it. Like, at this point, it's like, okay, what can we add to this to get Daryl to play? There's nothing. There is nothing. Y'all have literally had Street Fighter characters, Mortal, Com um, Mortal Kombat characters, comic book characters, the goddamn King of Wakanda himself, Rick and motherfucking Morty, Ellen Ripley, Alien, Predator, Thanos. There's nothing they haven't put in there that I don't like, and I'm still not going to play it. But at least they're listening to their consumers. That being said, today's topic. So, anime music to drive to. This is music that, like, you know, you might, maybe you got a bit of a trip, you want to just coast, you're having a bad day, you know, you're driving back from work, you know, something. This is music that just, you know, you just you drive to. It could be racing or whatnot. So now, 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 we will we will say this before this show begins. We are not responsible for any speeding tickets. None. None whatsoever. I, I claim no responsibility. Y'all, y'all own people. So, I think you went, wait, who went first last episode? I think I did. Uh -huh. Yeah, because you went first um, episode one. Then I went first episode. So, it's you first again. So, what are we playing, Claire? The first track of tonight will be I Wanna Be by Spy Air which is the first opening to the semi-final semi season of Gintama. But, all right, so it's I Wanna Be, but the very best that no one ever was? Is to catch them, the real test. Oh, by the way, I beat Kevin. <laughs> nice. Anyway, all right, so here's the track. It's funny, because uh, it kind of helped both you and Kevin a little bit with... Uh, <laughs> You was evolving, and he asked me to help him level some stuff up. <laughs> you're, you, excuse my language, but you are a pokey whore. <laughs> Here's the track. Hey. Chamiwa, chowomokawa nai 
opening to the um it's called the semi-final season it's basically it's the second to last season okay but like that's what they call it in like on the anime sites and stuff all right um you know i've never i know of jintama never watched it i tried but it's not really my cup of tea it does have some good opening songs but um it's one of the anime I like grew up with when I was uh, like a younger kid and a teenager. They had it, you know, in Shonen Jump. Oh yeah. So that's, that's where I started with that. Like I know it's about um, Jintoki and he uses a, um, a bakai, a wooden sword instead of actual sword, and he used to be part of like a samurai group. The whole concept of the show is that aliens come to Earth, they take over. It's supposed to be like the Meijin period. Samurais are no longer a thing. And then, like, it's supposed to be goofy, and then somewhere along the way, the show gets serious. I'm like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, it definitely starts off, like, I, I feel like similarly to, like, maybe One Piece, in a way, it, like, starts off really goofy, and it doesn't, like, it still maintains, like, a goofy quality between characters, like, their relationships and stuff, but it does get a more serious tone later on as things seem to mature. Like, a lot of anime actually kind of does that, though, you know? Yeah, because, like, um, I guess Naruto, in the beginning, it starts out as goofy, um, but then as time goes on, it um, gets real serious. Yeah. I mean, most, like, again, like, all of it is, like, it's definitely a serious anime, like, even, like, Fullmetal Alchemist starts off with those, like, introductory episodes, at least. This goes, I think, a little bit farther than that, obviously, but, like, a lot, I feel like it's a good way for shows in general to introduce characters. Um overall and then it delves into the more serious stuff like i feel like not even anime not just anime like a lot of regular tv shows do that as well you know yeah that's true it's like um oh god like i 
I could definitely play a track from it. Uh, there's an anime called, uh, what's it called? Magical Girl Apocalypse. No, Magical Girl Raising Project. Oh, like, I think, like, what was it? Like, the first episode, it comes off all cutesy and stuff, but you can sense kind of, like, this dark sinisterness, sinister, like, whatever to it. Then, like, episode two and three, shit hits the fan, and you're just like, what the fuck? Oh, this, and it just gets more and more fucked. It just goes downhill from there. It's like, a comic a kill, for instance, okay? It starts off all nice and cutesy <laughs> and shit. And then that shit gets real dark from by the end of the first episode. I mean, super fucking yeah, but dark. See, but if you think also think about it, it gets really dark at the uh, first episode. But also, it goes back to being cutesy, and then goes back to being dark, and then goes back to being cutesy. Yo. Because that's how they build up character. Like, um, that's how like we get to know the characters. It's like it's hard to really like a character straight off the bat if they're being super serious and like everything's super dark. Like, because you want to see, like. Who the, like their real selves are, but like honestly, like this is an issue I had with a sci-fi show that just came, like aired this year, and I, I forget what it's called. I forget what it's called. I have to ask my father because he's the one who recommended it to me. And it's basically like uh, aliens like dropped some space like stuff came out of the sky and fell to Earth, and now like we're trying to investigate it and stuff. It's the debris. The debris. Oh it. yeah, debris. And basically, I'm like. I don't like this character, and it's mainly, I feel like, because he was just so uptight and so annoying, and then, like, as the main character, he had nothing, like, if he started off kind of light and joking and fun at more points, he would have been more likable, but it's, like, it's hard to like characters straight off the bat like that, which I feel like is why most shows and anime have lighter episodes, so that we can feel more connected to these characters. I mean... Uh, just <laughs> I get I get what you're saying, but like I remember like what you were saying about comic a kill went back to Goofy and got dark. Dark ain't the word for it. Like literally, it was like all right, they killed the girl with the giant scissors. Okay. Yeah. And it was just like it was like and for the spoilers for those of you who haven't seen a comic a kill, but I'm sorry. It's literally after that chick died, they're like, okay, they put on a blindfold and they started throwing, who's dying this episode? And they just threw a dart. Well, yeah, because right, at that point, they've made us love all the characters, the main characters. Like, it just it... went straight Oh, yeah, hill. no, I cry every time that scene hits. Like, with Sh I love Shell. I love her. Oh, God. Well, look, I was mad when she they She was, go... like, my favorite character. Listen, like every, every year on Facebook, there's a post that shows up in my memories, and it's just me saying, Bolsama! And I just remember, oh yeah, they did kill Bolsama. Like, the man just, he, he, yes, he wielded a giant flamethrower, but he just wanted to be a good husband and good husband and father to his wife and little girl. Like, I'm like, that show was, look, like I said, the one person died, and it just went straight downhill. They were just, they were just playing Will of Fortune with their lives. Da, 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 da. We're killing this one this episode. Yeah. <laughs> It was just like every episode, they die, this person yeah. died. I feel Next like episode, more than died. half of the main characters died in the show. Look, it's bad. Look, you know what? Yeah, definitely more than half. It's I, like only, even, only you, know, you know how many survive. It's like I'm not that's... even going to talk about the ending because the second to last episode was some bullshit. I'm like, yo, that's some bullshit. Who do you think was the saddest death on that show? It's a tie between... um. Bolsama. And uh the one with the string. Oh uh 
I'm not blanking now. I know when his he, name. When I know he got, who you're talking about. Because he, when he fell I, down out the air, and they just literally just impaled uh, him. Lubbock, right? Or, I think, yeah, I think that's well, his I'm, name. Because yeah. I'm, I'm like, Bula? No, it's not him. It's, uh... Look, all I know yeah. is this. They impaled him with them fucking spears. I was just like, y'all ain't have to sad. do... You don't, you don't even have to do my boy like that. <laughs> you don't even have to do him. That, that was a necessary. Like, everyone's death was pretty gruesome and violent, which was very sad, but, you know, he's like, it wasn't super gruesome or violent. Like, it was gruesome and violent, like, before they died. It just, but, it, um, it hit But, uh, Leone is, like, um, her death, um, was pretty sad to me because, like, she, it was, like, after the battle, and she was just so Oh, my wounded. God. Leona, and Leona then pissed me off so much. She, I'm like, like why y'all just gonna do this to my girl? She just died alone in the street like that. In and it's corner. like, uh, she's just... so sad. Why? But yeah, no, I feel like it's like that is like second to Shell's death. Shell's death hit me probably the hardest because she was just like, she had such a loving heart for like a psychopath. No, hold on. That's the topic. Anime deaths that hurt the most. Boom. There's ah. so many. There's so many. <laughs> That's going to be a pretty fucked up episode. But, all right, so. We're going on to my first track of the night. Um, hmm. I'm going to do, you know, I, I, and I got a story for you after this because, oh God, like, um, I'm going to play Change, which was the season 12 opening to Bleach, sung by someone named Miwa. And when we get back, I'll tell you guys of how I almost died this weekend. Here's the track. Nari I'm not a 
change from Miwa, the season 12 opening to Bleach. Now, I had a change in my life recently. Um, I almost died this past Saturday, and here's why. So, I'm going to include... Oh, God, I still got to upload the video to Facebook. I mean, to YouTube. Um, I'm uploaded sometime within the next day or so, um, and I'll put it in the show notes after the fact. I'll just include the link to my YouTube channel, um, the next save point, for those of you who are wondering. Oh, uh, so Saturday, I got my package for the 2021 version of the One Ship Challenge. Now, I did this last year because I lost the bet to Claire. Okay, and you know when I first opened the package, it, it smelled hard. The chip smelled horrible. It just smelled horrible, but I still consumed it and I got through it. Okay, cool. Hence why I got my thing back there. Now you probably want to go down. Why would you do it again this year? Because no one believed I lasted the hour. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do the 2021. Look, very few times in my life have I come across a situation and immediately got a bad feeling about it. The moment I got that package and I was about to start doing it and was getting prepared to do it, I had a bad feeling about it. Everything in me was like, this is a bad idea. This is a terrible idea. Stop. Like, my, my, my spider sense was tingling. I was like, don't do this. This is a terrible idea. And yet, I still did it anyway. So, first thing. So, it's not Carolina Reaper anymore. It's also Carolina Reaper and Scorpion Pepper. And the Scorpion Pepper is kind of powdered onto the chip. So, I sit there and I consume this thing. And immediately instant pain like i swallowed it it's just it no, look, look last year's one was nothing compared to this it was horrible i was dying like people on facebook laughing at me dying literally like i was just uh, i lasted five minutes probably not even that before i finally started consuming the ice cream then i stopped the video and i started drinking some milk and i sat here and laid on my couch for about 15 20 minutes and complete another agony Feeling my stomach burned from the inside out. And I threw up like four times. Then as I went, and mind you, it was spicy going down. Imagine what it feels coming up. And before this, I just ate a burrito bowl from Needle Burrito and some spicy chili from Wendy's. So all this is coming up. 
I'm literally burning and dying. I went to breathe in at the same time I was about to vomit again, and a fucking air bubble got stuck in my chest. And I couldn't breathe. I'm literally, and Claire, you, Claire's been to my house. She knows the difference, the distance from my front room to my bathroom. I'm crawling to my bathroom, unable to breathe, crying my eyes out in such pain. I'm calling everyone I could think to call. No one's picking up. I'm literally thinking I'm going to die. And then, for whatever reason, I took my hand. I chopped myself in the throat as hard as I could. And I guess it dislodged the air bubble or caused it to pop. And it, like, right into the toilet. Like, and I felt better. (laughs) The pain in my stomach stopped for the most part. I was still burnt a little, but I, listen, I'm done. I'm retired. See, I kept the box from the 2021. I instantly threw everything out that that damn bot thing. I'm done. I'm out. Again, look, I'll see hot wings and certain spicy things. Sriracha. I'm done. No more one chip challenges. I've retired. I'm officially retired. Never again. On God, I will never do that again. Just. Oh. I figured I'd just try one. We'll see. Claire, I'm telling you, don't. Don't. God, Claire, do not. I, Claire, no. No, Claire. Hey, I'm Asian. Spicy's in my jeans. Claire, th- th- this isn't spice. This is the spit of the devil himself. Just never again. I will. Uh. But anyway, so change. So I'm thinking, like, you know, you're driving down the highway. Change lanes. Yeah, I got some. Yeah, he's got some jerk that wants to sit there and get in the fast lane, but they're doing like 50. You're like, get out the fast lane, you idiot! Uh, what'd you eat for dinner tonight, Claire? Uh. Julie made me some uh, pesto pasta with some peppers and zucchini and put some uh, microwavable meatballs in there. Here it is that Jules is too lazy to make homemade meatballs. Is no, it's that... um, my, I keep a thing of uh, Ikea meatballs in the freezer. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, back up, back up. Ikea meatballs? Yeah. Ikea sells meatballs. Yeah. Uh, you've heard of Ikea meatballs? The furniture You've never spot. heard of Ikea meatballs. Wait, wait. The furniture spot yes, is selling meatballs. Yes, the furniture store that sells meatballs. Okay, that, 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 that's an episode topic. <laughs> um, Ikea's known for some of their food stuff. Um, They have Swedish meatballs. Ikea sells meatballs? <laughs> just, just, this is new to- Wait, are you shitting me? <laughs> no, it- When did Ikea- Just- uh, <laughs> When did Ikea start selling food? Like, literally forever. I've been eating these since, like, high school. Yo, this is the first of me hearing this just- all right, babe, I'm gonna go over to Ikea and pick up a dining room table. Why are you there? Could you grab some meatballs? 
Obviously, you don't go to Ikea. No, I don't. I love Ikea. I live in Bumpfuck Harrisburg, PA. I don't even know I mean, what the nearest Ikea is. Hold on. That's a good, hold on. Where is the nearest Ikea to me? Let's find out. Because I think... Hold on. Just, closest just, Ikea to me, I think, is like... It's like a 10-minute drive. Like, hold on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Here, could you go to Ikea and pick up some meatballs? <laughs> oh, God. It's kind of amusing how amusing you think this is. I do, because I'm just like, yo, like, <laughs> I thought Ikea, all right, holy shit, the nearest one is in Philly. Like, look, I know Ikea for furniture place, as a furniture place, okay? I had an old friend who, um, he used to get his furniture from Ikea all the time. I used to have to go over and help him put it together. But, <laughs> yo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, oh, God. <laughs> next track will be. You're so fancy with your Ikea meat mouth. Oh, my God. It's not even that fancy. It must be if you're getting it from Ikea. <laughs> What's your next track? My next track is Oath Sign, which is the opening to Fate Zero by Lisa. All right. And as, as you all know, I'm a huge fan of the Fate Stay series. And um, what was it? I think Fate Zero was actually the one I watched before I watched Unlimited Blade Works. So, um, Fate Zero was the second one I watched. Which, technically, Fate Zero is a prequel, so, um, uh-huh. here's a track. Oh, 
right. That was Ulf Sign by Lisa, which was the opening to Fate Zero. And oh, that was the other thing I forgot to mention about that whole bunch of challenge thing. So um, I had a real bad cough. Cleared it right up. <laughs> you know, who would have thought? All I had to do was almost kill myself. <laughs> Did you get the hiccups? I've heard when people Yo, eat things is... that are spicier than they can normally deal with, that, they get the hiccups. That's the thing. I've seen videos of people doing the One Chip Challenge getting hiccups and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've never gotten the hiccups. It's like the weirdest. I, I, I don't know. Like just, but no, never doing that again. No, good. Anyway, um, wow, just so. Uh, so, I guess the main thing to be talking about right now is the whole, uh, what is it, the Sony State of Play, which I'm still mad we don't have a release date for God of War. This is, this is bothersome, though. I need to know when I can fulfill my role as a father and have my son by my side, fighting the minions of Asgard. That being said... Um, I don't know, Claire. What? Hmm. Sorry. Oof. A little tired. Where? What? Oh, have you been like doing lately? Like anything new? Uh, not really. I've been doing pretty much the same stuff. But I, uh, I did figure out. Um, so I go to a lot of used bookstores and stuff. Manga, like from the earlier to mid two thousands, English versions are in very high demand right now. So I have been looking to, you know, complete my own collections, as well as I bought a complete set of a manga that I'm going to try and flip. What's it called? It's called... Siren. Why does that sound familiar? It was in Shonen Jump in 2007. Wait, Siren. How's it spelled? P-S-Y-R-E-N. Oh, that's why it sounds familiar. I don't think I ever read that one, or if I did, I don't remember it. Speaking of manga. So, Black Clover's on hiatus. And so is My Hero Academia. Good news! Kyoto, or was it Kyoto Arc or Tokyo, whatever the next arc for Demon Slayer will have no changes from the original source material. And I was just like, because I, listen, I will eat my own shirt when I say that the fights that are going to happen next in that, in that anime is going to make the fight in Mugen Train between um, Rangoku and the um, what was he? What was he? The fourth or the sixth moon? It's gonna make it look like an episode of the Romper Room. Like it, the, the fight this happens is so crazy. Just, just. But you know what else is crazy? Claire, it's been about a month. It's time. It's time for us to talk about it. Oh, ladies, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, people, it's time for our review of Neon Genesis Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, thrice upon a time. So we're going to start with our scores first.
I give it a 9 out of 10. I think I'd also give it around a 9 out of 10. All right. Now, for those of you wondering why I gave it a 9 out of 10, I didn't have to do my girl like that. They didn't have to do my girl like that. I don't want to talk about it. You talk about it, Claire, because I'm going to get emotional shit. The only reason I gave it a 9 10 is because, and this is where spoilers are obviously happening, it's just disgusting in general, is what happened to Ray was tragic. <laughs> it was tragic, but also I do think it did at least fit the storyline, so it, it wasn't like for no reason like it we understood like it's the purpose it served in furthering like his feelings and the storyline and everything that goes beyond that the only other reason why i give it a nine out of ten is because all right yay is because um so my issue i think the way they ended it wrapped everything up beautifully so for one glaring issue Claire's doing her evil spin around chair Dr. Evil thing. <laughs> oh, she Claire, like Claire has the book. So my one glaring issue was this. Alright, so we found out what happened with Ray and um what was dude's name? Kauru? Kauru. Kauru. We found out what happened with Ray and Kauru. We see what happens to Shinji and um what's Glass's girl name? Oh, why am I blanking on this right now? I believe it begins with an M. It begins with an M. Mika? Mina? Might be Mina. It's not Mina. It's not. It's Mari. Mari, Mari, okay. Where's Oscar? Where's Oscar? You know where Oscar is. No, but like, where's. uh, She's gone! We don't see what happens to her. She just, Shinji, like, oh, like, this is where you wanted to go. Bye. I will say, though, I really enjoyed how, especially at the end, it wrapped everything up really nicely. Because, listen, we are, so, people, look, I'm going to tell you this. So, here's, look, we're at the, as soon as this, wow, I'm trying to think. All right, so, let me wait. All right, so... From this point, fast forward at least two minutes, starting now. All right, so Ray dies. Shinji's obviously heartbroken. Goes back to his ship. Here, Asuka this whole time has been keeping an eye on him anyway till they brought him back, okay? So Shinji goes back to the ship. You know, all kinds of fucked crazy shit happens. Cool. All right, so here we comes against... Um, Gen Akari, his father. Kind of found out the reason why Gen was doing all this was so he could see his wife. But Once that's again. the same as like the like a lot of the original material is Gen yeah. did this because like literally but, can't let go. But here's here's the difference with that though. In the original material, Gendo didn't realize his his where he was fucking up. At least this one, he came to realization like, oh my god, like. In trying to find my wife, I neglected my son, like, who was a gift 
from my wife to me, and I've neglected him for so long. I didn't care for him so so. And you see, in the end, he goes back and he hugs his son, and then he finds his wife, and he's able to go off into paradise. Like I thought that was nice, a nice little touch. Like, all right, we hated Gendo Akari for so fucking long. Oh, and suddenly now, all right. So he wraps things up, and then the way it show ended, everyone has you know it ended with everyone having nice, happy lives and living normal shit. Shinji's an adult. Him and Mari are obviously dating. You know, like, but where the fuck's Asuka? She's on the train station platform too. I didn't see her. I saw she's there. Uh, Ray and Kyle. Either way, I thought it was a great movie. I thought it wrapped everything up. I think it's awesome. Like, look, just if you wanted to end a series, that's how you ended a goddamn series. Okay, like, was it worth the wait? Fucking yes. And I didn't even have to leave my front room to see it. Bravo. Bravo. And we're at the two-minute mark. Bravo. That's all I gotta say. This is That's definitely how- a movie that you should watch multiple times because there's, like, hidden meanings ever- everywhere in it. Especially things that, like, also you might need to read about even because, like, you would have no idea if you didn't read, like, director's notes or any articles, like, with interviews with him and what he really meant for it. Like, yeah, that, yeah, it's def- that's like, it's definitely one of the movies where you can watch it multiple times and you'll catch something every time. Like, I'm pretty sure there's someone out there that is done watching, got a YouTube video up where they have broken down every scene by scene by scene by scene and whatnot. Like, but regardless, it was a great movie. Awesome movie. Ah, uh, so happy. All right, so what's my next track going to be? I'm going to play Jack Bandit. No, not Jack Bandit. I'm going to play the sec. All right, so what's this called again? Hold on, let me get the right name. All right, I'm going to play Identity by Carol Akiyama. And this was the opening to season two of The Promised Neverland. Uh, and say what y'all want about Promise Neverland Season 2. I thought it was great. I'm still reading through the manga. I know a lot of stuff changed. Uh, sure. you know, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> Mega Sametemo, Nemo, Nita, Okuna, no, i 
like very different uh, yeah. gameplay for at least ha about half of them. You do the same thing a little bit, but for the most part, it is pretty different, which is nice. And just so you know, we are recording. Uh, oh, didn't realize that. <laughs> song last, uh, last song was Identity from Kira Akiyama from The Promised Neverland Season 2. And what Claire was talking about was um, we were talking about like Neon Genesis and the art style and the story, you know, how the story was written, how it paid homage to old school animes, like sticking with their original source material. And she was saying how the person who... Oh, it's not the original source material. This is all new material, but how the well, new material was written in a similar style yeah, to... Near, like... um, the person that did Near Automata. And then Claire was telling me that Nier Automata, she's gotten six of 26 endings in Nier Automata. And in I my know, mind, like I'm a, just like... Hideki, Hideki Anno's take on, like, storytelling with uh, the Genesis is, is a bit like Yoko Taro, which is where you need to do multiple watchings or playthroughs to get the full effect. Because, I mean, that's, like, with Neon Genesis, you cannot tell me a fan as a fan that you did not watch it multiple times to try and truly figure it out like it's so I had to watch it and a couple of times to understand yeah. some things I'm like oh and then when you're telling me about I was like oh so there is a but like there's a traveling also, aspect <laughs> well I wouldn't say there's traveling aspect because it doesn't even really it gives like an easter egg to the whole like with Mari in yeah. the manga oh, is oh, used we already did the spoilers <laughs> we're gonna get cancelled no <laughs> Either way, it's like it's definitely something where you have to watch it more than once, and the near games are something that they actually you miss fifty percent of the game if you don't do more than one playthrough. You know, I've always been one of the people where when it comes to certain games, I just I've um I can't put this. I go through, I try to play, I try to enjoy it as best I can, but there's sometimes where it's like I was like, you know, I just don't see me like completely um like completely playing his game to a certain like you know x amount of times like all right resident evil i've done um resident evil i've had let's see uh i've played through resident evil 3 to the point where there's nothing else for me to do i have all the achievements there's nothing else for me to do in that game nothing not a damn thing okay but then again, Resident Evil 3 is one of the games where you literally can sit there, and if you put the time in, you could beat that game in less than three hours. Nier Automata is not a game like that. No. But the other thing is it's not, it doesn't feel as repetitive because only certain parts are repetitive. For the most part, you are, you do get new content with each playthrough. It opens up different paths, and you do, it's not as well, monotonous. Let me ask this. How long is the average playthrough? Of like the first, you mean the average playthrough of the first playthrough, or the average playthrough trying to get all the endings? Just in general, like all right, first playthrough, what's the average? Uh, I honestly don't remember how long the, it took me. Uh, there's a reason why I'm asking this. <laughs> I probably would say, what is it like maybe 15 to 20 hours for the first time? All right, so after the first time, what's the average playthrough after that? Alright, so it gradually does go down this playthrough times like, after each time. And honestly, not all endings are storyline. It gradually does go down. So, like, to get all the additional endings, you're probably gonna 
match the time. So it's total, you're looking at probably like 45, 50 hours because some of the endings also aren't like oh, a so story like each, ending. So like there's one way you, you just kill yourself and you can do it right at the beginning. And oh yeah, it's one there's ending. a self yeah, it's a self destruct um, yeah. option inside yeah. the um, pause menu. Because when I was at Magfest the uh, second year we met, uh, the guys I was rooming with they were playing their automata, and they, and they paused menu was like, does that say self destruct? I was like, do it. There's three goes, ways what? to self destruct almost. So there's a self destruct thing. There's a key hold down to like power, and then you blow up, and then you take your a certain chip out of your drive, and that kills you. So there's there's three endings there with that. Like, all right, so what I'm getting to is like, all right, so each playthrough is about anywhere between 15 to 20 minutes, I mean, 20 hours long. Okay? Uh, not each, not each. Like, so but the like, original is like 20, you know, 20 years so, and then all the others. The point I'm making is that. you can't do this within one, you can't do this and just like, oh, I'm gonna sit here and try to get through this next ending. Like, it's not something you can just plop down for like two, three, four hours, six hours maybe, and get to the, get an ending. No, you gotta do this in sections. So. My question is, how long would it take the average person to unlock every ending in near Automata? You mean like a speed run? Not even a speed run. If they were just playing like normally, like if they like, how long would it take for someone to just unlock it? Like an average person, like they have a nine to five, they come home, they play the game for a bit, you know, they spend time with their family, they go to bed. Like, how long mm. would that take? <laughs> It depends on how much time you dedicate, like, even with the family, if you play, what, like, a few hours a day, maybe, like, a month or so. Sounds like it would take forever. All right, let's, you can break this down. All right, so, like, if you play three hours a day, how about, we'll say three hours a day, that's okay. about 16 days. So that's not that long, that's, like, two weeks. But if you, if you like, you know, have a family, let's say you can only play two hours, that's 25 days, so that is close to a month. I still think that just... Hey, I know you've played longer games, so, like, it's not that... I just, but I'm saying, like, alright, yes, I played longer games, and then you get to the end, and boom, that's it. Pokemon, okay, you get to the end, boom, that's it, but then you have the post-game where you can mm -hmm. catch other mods, but then you train and whatnot, because, you know... This game is, here's 26 different fucking endings. Have fun getting them. Oh, each ending is anywhere between 10 to 20 hours. Go. You're really taking it out of context. It's not each ending. It's well, The original ending is one thing, and then all the other, like, 25 are in that same time frame. So you can get them... long does it take to get all 26 endings and yeah, yeah it came up as soon as i typed it completionist 61 and a half hours on average wrapping up all five endings takes closer to 30 to 35 hours 
I'm sorry, that's just... Completionist, it's 61 and a half hours on average on how long to beat, which uses like real player stats. So it obviously isn't for everyone, but for the average player, it is kind of close to a regular RPG timeline. It took me about 60 hours to beat like the main storyline of Final Fantasy VII Remake, and that is a little more for completionists. But, you know, that is the generally about how long it takes for most uh, just mainline RPGs. I I kind of fell off RPGs for the most part because the amount, the time crunch sometimes, sometimes I don't have that time to really sink in. And that's like when I go back and play, it's like, well, fuck, what was my quest? Where was I supposed to go? Like, but with that being said, uh, I think we're on your last track of the night, which is, this is the first opening to Seven Deadly Sins, correct? Uh, no, that's the bonus one that we're going to do. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, oh, Bluebird. It is the third opening to Naruto Shippuden. Which, great, great show. Just, uh, By uh, Ikimonogakari. All right, here's the track. Habata itala Mudoranai toite Metashita noa
people, I do apologize. We had a slight technical difficulty. Uh, apparently, the clip we had for that played that me and Claire recorded after playing the song Bluebird uh, did not record or convert properly, and I'm unable to get it back. So I'm just going to go ahead and put this in here. Uh, Bluebird from Naruto Shippuden. We all know it. It's a great song. Got a little shocked that this is what Claire wants to drive to. But then again, that uplifting beat and whatnot. I can see, you know, you're rolling, you know, you're driving down the highway, windows down, sun's out. You know, it's a pretty nice song. So um, the next track we're going to play, which is my last track tonight, is Rough Diamonds from Food Wars. And then we'll, like, the regular audio from that me and Claire recorded, we'll play it and we'll end the show. So I apologize. Um, here's a track from Food Wars. Enjoy.
here. All right. All right. That was Rough Diamonds from Food Wars Season 2, the first opening. Um, and me and Claire, like, we just realized something. So, what a lot of animes do nowadays when they air, like, the first episode of either the pilot or the next season, the opening song doesn't play to the end of the episode. But that's going to kind of wrap up the show for the most part for the night. Uh, this is kind of a quick show because uh, I'm still recovering from being sick and then almost dying on Saturday. Um, I know Jules has work in the morning. Yes. Okay. And Claire has Claire things to do. Like, you know, Claire-like things. Which Claire-like things? Claire-like things. Oh, that's another episode title. Claire-like things. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, that reminds me. So I was, um, I was watching some of the animes on my list. Um, so my suggestion for some people, seeing as in the holiday seasons, well, the summer season is about to end and we're about to be in the fall season. So I have two more suggestions for the summer season of anime. Um, Spirit Chronicles is awesome. You know, it's your, you know, it, it's, it's your kind of cookie cutter cliche, you know, um, harem, hero, you know, isekai type anime but it's pretty good um and how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom it's great it is a great great anime like when you first start watching you don't think much of it and then next thing you know you're hooked so definitely give that a look see um I'm trying to think if i can do we have any like Suggestions for like anime that's come out before that people might not have watched. They should. I feel like we we do an episode on that. Yeah, we do have we do have that topic. All right, so I guess I'm trying to think. Like, what should our next episode be? Hmm. Should we just go to the um? Should we just go to the list? Uh, sounds good. All right, so. <clears throat> okay, so. Just a drive-through. All right, so we have. Um, huh, maybe we could do that. Uh, we got 2020 revisited anime you need to rewatch. Tracks from artists who have done anime openings. Hikaru Yutada, music from anime we will, will never watch. Anime we like but couldn't stand the art stuff. You know what? All right, there, how about that? Since we were talking about it earlier, you just played the track. Um, music from the Naruto series. Sounds good. All right, because I, I thought so, which is weird because I'm the only one here. Yeah. Then, yeah it could have been the neighbors. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll do um, 
Yeah, we'll do a Naruto focus, and that'll include both Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. Okay, so it'll be openings, endings from that. Um, I am not playing anything from Boruto. I hate that kid. Like, I'm sorry. Like, how is it that Naruto is one of the greatest of all time, and he births such a shitty little brat of a son? I can't stand his son. He is like the most annoying, self-centered, spoiled little piece of... I, I just yeah. want to punt his ass. I gotta be honest, I only watched Boruto because uh, I watched the movie and it had Naruto in it. Like, I just want to punt his ass half the time. Like, god damn, kid. You just... You're the worst. Just... Oh, god. Just, no. So, that being said, we're gonna um, wrap it up for tonight. Um... Once again, check us out online. You know, well, we're on Anchor and Spotify. Um, we do have, like, I have the Discord things fixed now. I will have the my YouTube page on in there. Also, it's just called The Next Save Point. Look it up. It'll be there. I'll have the One Chip Challenge video up that I record on my camcorder. Dear God, why did I do this? Um, Shout out to our sponsors, At Your Service Made Cafe and Dimension X Comics, both located within the Colonial Park Mall. We'll have their um, website details and eBay page up for those of you. Um, and uh, I think that's about going to cover it for this episode. Uh, you know, I guess me and Claire is going to drive over to Ikea, get some meatballs. Ooh. And now my stomach's bothering, so yeah, I definitely need to go. Um, so, uh, she's Claire. I am Daryl. Claire, anything you want to say to our guest before I rush to this bathroom? <laughs> Have a good night, and I gotta go get them cookies. From the from the from the cabinet from the cabinet. We're not talk about jewels. No, I'm talking about cookie clicker. Oh God, All right, she's obsessed with this clicking game. All right. <laughs> in in the words of Kenny Omega, thank you and good night. And as always, Wu Tang forever. This is our bonus track of the night. It is the first opening to uh, Seven Deadly Sins Season 1, which is called what again? I'll see now. I got oh, window out. Uh, it's called, hold on. Uh, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm going to butcher this. Nesujo No Spectrum. Yes. Okay, that's what we're going with. Thank you and good night, people. Have a good day. なりやまぬ愛を叫ぶよ全てを抱いてここにいるんだ光はそこにあるよ崩れない